Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is a very important and special announcement, one that I have never done before but I could not possibly forget before we start the show, before we talk about what's coming up in the show and the excitement that is going to happen, there is a very special person out there in the world that I want to say happy birthday to Ella O'Connor Hedeman, who turns 12 this week. May you have a wonderful birthday, a lovely time with all your family, much love from your Uncle Stephen, who you, you may or may not remember, but I held you when you were two or three days old. Seems like yesterday. But happy birthday. May you have a wonderful year ahead of you, Ella, and have a lovely day. Much love from everybody here at the Hello Steve-O podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Good morning. I hope you're having a good week. As you can hear, it's very early when I'm... These are the first words of this day that I'm recording this, actually. I have not been sleeping a lot. I'm not sure why. Probably all the time on the road and my... uh, internal clock is all over the place so these are the first words i'm speaking to. i haven't said anything to anybody today i'm on the mic speaking to you in your ears so i hope you're having a good week so far Um, thank you so much to everybody for all the messages for all the feedback on last week's show with keith fox raising awareness for november it's been brilliant and i've been doing a lot more research into things myself i went i went to the doctor yesterday got a general checkup just to get everything just checked and see if it's working in working order but uh keep an eye on the old uh, if you're in the shower lads on the old testicles and all that and make sure you can be any age basically as we learned from keith's episode to um pick up abnormalities so keep an eye make sure you know what your testicles are feeling like um and if you want to raise awareness for movember get on to movember.com there's three different ways that they're doing it you can grow a mustache you can um run or but not cover 60 kilometers uh, over the course of november or you can put on some sort of an event and um, to raise awareness for november so thanks so much to everybody for all the the love and for all the messages on that as well i'm going to london this weekend going to be in funny feckers comedy club on thursday night and i'm going to be in angel comedy club on sunday night and there's a good possibility of doing some other stuff in between so i will keep you posted follow me on social media on instagram at hello Stevo on Twitter's the same at hello Stevo and on Facebook the page is Stephen Mullen comedy 
I can't think of anything else. I'm going to be on the road a lot for the month of November with Des Bishop's tour, his Irish tour, Take the Points. So we're going just looking at the calendar here. We're going to be in dates as Sligo, Kilkenny. Um, oh, I'm going to be doing my show in Waterford on the 15th of November. Son of a Preacher Man is going to Waterford. And basically, uh, Clonmel, actually, the, I think the tour with Des finishes in Clonmel, which is interesting. Clonmel County Tipperary, because that's where I was born. And I don't think I've been back there since I was born there. But anyway, a fascinating podcast today. I had recorded some other podcasts for you this week, but then something happened this weekend that I thought, I'm just going to have to give it to these guys. Um now because it's kind of of the moment as you will have seen probably on social media cornelius the comic who was on a few episodes uh, a few episodes back organized some fantastic what turned out to be fantastic gigs in rural ireland essentially one was in uh, shannon vale in west cork just outside clonakilty and the other one was in burn court in county tipperary now, why were these fantastic gigs? Because they were both gigs in which they had never had a comedy night, a stand-up comedy night in these venues before. These were One was a pub and one was in a village hall. These guys had never put on stand-up comedy before and the majority of the audiences there had not been to stand-up comedy. They hadn't been to a stand-up comedy club. They hadn't gone to see stand-up comedy in a big theatre or anything like that. It's just not part of what they're doing. But Cornelius had the idea and had some conversations with people. Some people have been to his comedy club and asked, would he put on a comedy club in their uh, prospective towns or villages, actually? And so he did. And he asked myself and Michael Rice to come down. We went down uh, together on the Friday night to West Cork and we performed in a pub. Now, it's hard to describe to people what uh, it is like in these situations because It's a village, literally, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And when I say it's a village, you will walk through this village in 30 seconds. You will get from one side of the village to the other in 30 seconds. We drove in to the village that night, and there was one pub with a light on, and it doesn't look like there's anybody around. What subsequently unfolded was two of the best gigs that myself and Mike had ever done. We were delighted, and for very, very, very unique reasons, and... The upcoming podcast is Michael and I driving back to Dublin, on the road to Dublin from Burncourt, which is the second uh, night, the Saturday night. And what you're going to experience here is what it's like for comedians after a gig, post-gig, the kind of conversations that are being had and the things that we're thinking about. And Because you can't really go to sleep after a gig. That's the nature of, of our business. That's why I'm exhausted this morning and I'm not getting a lot of sleep because you come home, you might get home at midnight if you're lucky, get into bed, but you can't sleep. You're still thinking about all the things that happened that night, the, the people you spoke to, the things you said, the performance, the, the ideas, all that kind of stuff. So there's a bit of a come down. But these were special, unique nights, which meant that because I had the podcast gear with me, I thought, let's why don't we just talk about this and give this to the people? So what you're going to hear over the next couple of episodes, because this is a long conversation, went on for almost two hours, but the, the, the entirety of the journey from Tipperary to, to Dublin um, are two... I'm going to break it into two sections. Um, the first half, as you can really hear, we've just left the gig and the experiences we had with the people in Burn Court, and what kind of a place that was. And the second half 
is really, a, you can see, feel the change in pace in the conversation because we're just arriving home, we're nearly back in Dublin and you can feel how the thought process has changed. The come down has kind of happened and we're talking a bit differently. At the start, it's still all jokes and bang, 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 messing about. But the second half we get home and things have kind of changed and our perspectives are are widening and uh, the come down has happened and we're thinking about different things. So I really genuinely hope you enjoy this because this is genu- genuinely what happens to stand-up comedians most nights. Please enjoy myself and Michael Rice driving home to Dublin. Hey, Steve! You change, you guilty animal. Okay. Aha. All right. Welcome back to the show. Well, <laughs> we'll have to explain wh- where we are, Michael. Yeah. We are on the... Well, we're driving for a start. Yeah. Um, we've just left... Where have we left? Uh, Burn Court, isn't Burn it? Court. Burn Court, County yeah. Tipperary. We've yeah. had the most... I think it was an f- amazing weekend. What do you think? I... Yeah, no, it was... And this isn't arrogant fucking comedian bragging, ooh, we smashed the gigs. No, this was something very different and very special, I think, this weekend. Well, do you know what? It actually was kind of... It was special in a way that was very... um, I don't know, it was almost like a a retreat. Yeah. A little... It was a bad... There's a lot of camaraderie. There's a little friendship retreat, I think. Yeah. So, well... um, To every... So, we spent... Tonight, we're at Burncourt County Tipperary. Last night, we were in... Shannon Vale, outside Shannon Vale's right, isn't it? Outside of Clonakilty, yeah. and we did some um, some gigs that were set up by the brilliant comedian and promoter Cornelius the Comic. Follow him on social media, Cornelius the Comic. Yeah, he was on an earlier podcast as well, and he's on social media as Corn- Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Um, so great Con- man, great man, what a guy. And very funny guy very, very funny, funny. Guy. so funny very funny in, in just person, normal like in chat general, yeah. also on stage but Jesus he a very great dry sense of humour and he's he's small he looks funny he looks very funny know, he's he very has, comedic looking his face is just <laughs> he's got a funny little face on him he did that leprechaun character and he is like he has the head of a he does yeah because he's the little bit of He's a little, little bit of cheeky evilness yeah, at the same a, time as being very funny. He's a dirty little used <laughs> car salesman. He really is. Like he's, he is, he's yeah. always like trying. He's like the, trying to flog you in all Fiat or something. Yeah. Um, that's his general vibe, which of course is a vibe you you'd, you'd long for. It's one you'd 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 be after yourself, but sure we can't all pull it off. <laughs> um, but it was a special couple. So let's explain. I suppose explain Barncourt tonight. Barncourt, sorry, I have Barncourt in my head for some reason. Yeah. But a village of I don't know how many people, but you mean you drive through it in less than a minute, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a, it's yeah, a small village. There's not there's not a lot of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's two pubs. There's an old school and a church and um, a general sense of despair uh, <laughs> as you go through. There was that feeling, to be fair, when you when you go through initially, that you're like, oh Jesus, we drove through in a yeah. minute, couldn't find the place where it was on. It was quiet as a mouse, and you're thinking to yourself at the beginning, yeah. what kind of a gig is this well, going to be at it's all? Just, I mean, I've just get a sinking feeling. I'm yeah, just like, this I agree. Is, this is going to be horrible because yeah. we're in the court. You look in, it's just this kind of a school hall. It looks like it's going to be this church function kind of thing. 
the tables are spread out with yeah. just chairs around them like kind of like it was know, a very much a church hall wasn't it it was it like was it was the community hall where it? everything happens you can yeah, feel that where everything happens in there you know that the like the last thing that happened in here was awake and was it now, really well, I'm assuming <laughs> there was a general sense of thought, something yeah, that passed on. That would, that, yeah, that wouldn't even, yeah, I'd believe it if there was a wake the night before. Like, yeah, 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 wake, sandwiches, bake sale, yeah. fucking, you know, just an A to said of, you know, shy Everything community um, base. But, like, so we're going, you go in there and, like, all the, the lights are on, there's this stage up the top that looks like the only thing that's ever gone on there is, like, just really, really, really bad nativity plays yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you could you could smell the history off that room when right, you walked in yeah and so you just get the sick feeling because you're like jeez these people now and that's and that's the that's where you, you can make some like judgments being like ah no they're gonna hate me now yes yeah my, yeah. my old skinny jeans my faded yeah. skinny jeans and my fucking modernity the stink of yeah um you know hashtags and Instagram off me they're just yeah. gonna want nothing to do they're gonna hate my very existence it, it you know it's almost uh, an insult to them yeah that I'm alive like that'd be my yeah you know and they did anxiety. as well so. they didn't <laughs> no. they, they did they that, that's how they felt yeah certainly they um, were so uh I, I, they were uh, unbelievable. You forget about yourself. I find it very humbling. They were so hum um, nice, welcoming, like going, thanks for coming down, thanks for coming down. Like, do you know what I mean? That kind well, of advice. That's it. It's, it's the... It's it's the gratitude and you know like yeah. like my anxiety as well comes from the fact that I come from a, a place like a rural community like that yeah. and I suppose and so was that was that anxious for you because I saw you talking to people before and after the gig and and uh, you were like well like I just you were them. you were so connected to them you were lovely with them there was like a, a, there was an immediate relationship well, I, with them on I, a level that for example I, I, I wasn't able to do like some yeah. of the stuff that you were telling me to say to them when I was coming on for the second half yeah. was brilliant like you know but it was and it was all agricultural jokes but I didn't get it at all like, no you didn't you still you said the words like a yeah. puppet <laughs> like the, and I was the puppet master and I was there well, inside well, of the well, stage we'll have to tell the audience the joke what it was basically you'd been chatting to them the first half well I'd been chatting to right so I was chatting to this the, the one of the front tables and there was a guy named Pat um, uh, front left and he was going out with Ashling, who was on the right who was sitting a bit away from him so anyway I make some cheesy jokes ah why are you not sitting beside each other ah, things rough do you know what yeah. you know these are not all things that are you know hilarious but like they're just funny for the room having you the just, crack you have You're the crack in the room you have a bit yeah. of, uh, Ashling had a bright pink jacket on and by god I made a few comments about that and, and the crowd loved it I loved cause, it because they would have loved to make a comment about it they would love yeah. to Ashling that's a bit much but that's true that's a great perspective yeah. So that, so yeah. that, so in a community like that, yes. they would love to make fun of her and fucking thing, but yes. they'd say it behind behind doors, behind the back, behind the back. Did you see? Did you see the cardigan on Ashton now? Doesn't Ashton too much? She's got a lot of ideas about herself yeah, now. Then Ashton come in Instagram. and they'd be like, Ashling. I think you look stunning. I've always thought you look stunning. She goes <laughs> off again, and yeah, yeah, I can smell it off her. I can smell the arrogance now. And so then when I just say, like, ah, look at that old pink jacket on you, Ashley. They all piss themselves laughing. And everyone laughs. That and, was so and, funny. And they, all you said was, look at that fucking pink cardigan yeah, on Yeah, yeah. And they went yeah, to the lead you to Ashley. You're a fool, Ashley. You've always been a fool. And everyone laughs and laughs, yeah. and they think, Mike, 
you've hit the nail on the head and, uh, and it's not for the first time and it won't be the last time and I did it again and again I was like a fucking carpenter hitting so bang, many bang, nails bang. on so many heads but so anyway so Pat um, was sitting there and he anyway I investigate listen I grew up on a dairy farm myself so I can talk the lingo I can know speak the lingo. these people's language you know because yeah. it's my language that's yeah. how I grew up most of my life 18 years covered in cow shit yeah. head to toe uh, people w- would call me a smelly farmer and I would just say yeah would they really yeah, they would Jesus because Christ. I used to play hurling with a town club with Lachlan right, Gales and yeah. I'd be coming in after sometimes like after milking the cows in the morning and then I'd come in to hurling training and you know what I'd smell like I'd smell like cow shit because I'd been out working unlike the rest of these louts the, like if <laughs> the, these lads the lads in O'Loughlin's the rest of them if there was work in the bed they'd sleep on the floor Jesus they're Christ just, Loughlin's yeah so I come in I'd, and they'd, uh, you know they're town lads because I just happened to be in the town parish I was in within um, the boundaries of that so I'd come in and they'd be like ah, rice you smell farmer and uh, I just have to be like do you know what great observation you've hit the nail <laughs> on the head that is exactly what I am I don't know what you want me to, more to say about it so do you think um, Paddy went through a bit of that himself um, I don't know because Paddy's out in burn court so I yeah, think he's out in the sticks isn't he well he's out in the sticks so Amongst if someone was to say Paddy you're a smelly farmer well he'd say so are you Tom yeah, and exactly. they'd say you're right yeah. let's 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 bond over that rather than make it a kind of a, an exclusionary uh, comment you know so anyway I was chatting to Pat anyway comes up he's a dairy farmer Mike says like in his head Mike is a dairy farmer Mike's a dairy farmer brilliant uh, I say how many uh, how many cows do you have everyone laughs now what this means when everyone laughs is basically he has a fucking load of cows right. he's loaded he's really rich Paddy wow. kind of goes a bit red but he can't stop smiling because he's thinking about all the money he has and uh, <laughs> so that is so in that's so right. fucking unspoken yeah uh, only yeah. you know what's going on and yeah 100% knows going on. Be- if I was sitting there watching it I wouldn't get a fucking I wouldn't get any of it right no yeah. no you wouldn't have got any of it you and your big urban head and you would have <laughs> been you know in the clouds yeah. and uh, that's why I, I'm there I'm a, I'm yeah. a rural translator for yeah. you yeah. do you know um, uh, the farm whisperer the farm uh, whisperer <laughs> yeah so anyway sure I ask him anyway like do you know uh, do you know how many cows he has and he takes a while and he says oh 100 now he de- he had way more than 100 he probably had about really? 500 I found out so afterwards 100 is a loss 100 isn't that much I we have 100 right. where I am now and that's we have 160 acres of land this lad has a thousand acres of land right. I found out um, after I did a bit of digging and a uh, thousand acres which is huge farm for Ireland like it's one of the biggest who you have or he has that he side? has oh, he has he a thousand has. acres okay oh wow. no jeez if we had if we had a thousand acres I wouldn't be here sitting talking to you Steve <laughs> I tell you that for a fact I'd right be, so he's, yeah. he's, he's rich then He's very rich. Yeah, he's very well off, and we knocked wow. a bit of crack out of that. So anyway, right. So the thing is, I go on. I do my do my set. Um, some of the material works. Some of it doesn't. I do uh, a decent bit of interaction with the crowd, which gets very good reaction. And um, then basically, I'm the canary down the mine. I come back to Steve, who's going to be closing the show in the second half. And um, <laughs> like, so I just come back with the information. Gives me all the lingo. It's like, yeah, I've gone down He's, the mine. Yeah. I've, I've, you've sent me down. I come back Absolutely. with coal all over Absolutely. me, and you say, "What did you find down there, Mike?" And I said, "You know what? I found um, some easy jokes for you to make, Steve." And I brought them back <laughs> and I gave them to you. So then, did you like? Did you like my barn brack bit as well? I did, I loved so the barn brack bit, and yeah. it's but see that's all like if especially so if I was you in that situation 
when you do a gig out in the country, what happens in the break, whoever comes and talks to you, right. record every bit. They're giving you stuff, right? You know, they're giving yeah, you yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. that happens yeah. is now and it's relevant and they know the person. So Because basically what happened at halftime was Mike had a brilliant show in the first half and came in at halftime and all the all, all the old ladies, uh, Bur- who was it again? Bernie? No, Brady. Breda. Breda. Breda See, was I like, wouldn't have forgot you? that. I wouldn't Which have I know, forgot yeah. her name because I know that <laughs> that's going to break the trust yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a rural community and you've already <laughs> Like, <laughs> would you like some barn brack and they were buttering his bread for yeah. him and everything and, and, and see, have and a cup of tea right. Mike have it and he took it all but, but listen this is where this is what you need to know Mike would you like some barn brack yes you say Mike yeah. then they w- love you even more yeah Mike would you like your barn brack buttered yes right. I would like that done right. for me Never they're buttering no. the bread I feel like their son yes. I'm hugging them yeah there like, was lots of hugs yeah. I, I yes and I hugged them never I, met these people before like, but they know who you before, are but they know who I am I know who they are and I, I genuinely I love them and I'm yeah. uh, so and I just want them to, to love me you know yeah. and, uh, and so then, so then your man comes in at half yeah. time and so, he was dying to do you remember he was because so, we were all chatting and so we didn't say anything to him and he, he was kind of hanging around and he's there and he has an old Tipperary hoodie on him yeah. a very sound lad and he came up to me because I had been talking to Pat about the cows and he came in and he was very hush hush very on the sly very keep this very, and he very and he said Mike he said come here to me he said <laughs> this is all he true said, this is absolutely this just all happened an hour Pat, ago he said Mike he said Pat doesn't only have cows Whoa. he has sheep as well he didn't Gossip. say it but he has sheep as well he so, didn't say it and he just literally looked at me and said do with that what you will and he kind of <laughs> he put his hands up like he was washing his hands in yeah. the information he was only uh, the messenger but I I had already been on this He's information is no use to me so you're going to have to explain to the audience because so, then you're going to me Steve right. Steve yeah. Pat has sheep as well right. and I'm like great great, yeah. great for Pat right. what the fuck does that mean so yes so I have to explain now to Steve the relevance, the relevance of the sheep, what he can do with the sheep, like the laughs that can be gotten off the sheep. <laughs> These sheep can be f- literally fleeced. Uh, excuse, excuse the <laughs> pun. Woo! Up pun, the lads. Pun we're, we're still on, working. We're, we're still working. We're on the M8 now, and we're driving fast. So yeah, really like these uh, the sheep so the relevance of the sheep is your man has not said that they have sheep he's only said about the cows so obviously to be a dairy farmer also for one thing is a more really more prestigious form of farming than sheep farming like now dairy, why, why is that because dairy is where the money is like right, dairy like okay. milk is where the money is right, right? like like is that th- more so than beef even or is that still beef part of beef, beef is, is dead beef really? is not profitable anymore dairy okay. is basically the only show in town right um now there are sheep farmers around it is decreasing constantly because it's not very profitable but anyway Pat has some sheep okay now he hasn't mentioned he has the sheep so immediately he kept that on the down low he kept that on the down low and then you immediately think Pat why have you not mentioned the sheep and then here comes the joke Pat what have you been doing with these sheep <laughs> like why do you not want why did so you not mention the sheep so, so what we're doing is we're setting up is a that whole joke is to that, elude is that what the fella meant when he when he came in was he giving us that joke kind of going he has sheep as well but he won't say anything about that is that what he was like but, insinuating but, but, that but was he the joke just was? came in he just came in I don't know if he knew where, where we, we were going to go, go with, with the joke right. the, where we're going to go with the joke is very straightforward we are going to elude to the fact that Pat <laughs> is shagging sheep <laughs> now listen <laughs> too easy <laughs> me, me or Stephen Mullen we're not changing lives no with our comedy you know no. someday maybe yeah. but listen 
if there is a sheep shagger joke <laughs> to be made, oh, we're so gonna make that joke. And if ever there was a room that That's, would appreciate a sheep shagger joke. There is like there is nothing sure. Then there is at least one person in that room tonight that has shagged the sheep, like <laughs> that that has done it. Jesus, just as well we're driving away. Fucking <laughs> yeah. No, but try, listen, I'm coming from a place of, listen, I grew up on a farm, you know, sometimes you try stuff. and You did not, not. What? You did not. What did you try with a sheep or with animals? I didn't, I didn't have a sheep, uh. but like, do you know what I mean? Like, so, sometimes it's cold and you need to get warm. <laughs> Look, we're not, we're, let's, do you know. I'm back not to go, Pat, back yeah, to Yeah, we Pat. don't need to go back in yeah. there. But anyway, listen, um, back to Pat, yeah. So... Yeah, so that was just kind of me kind of translating to you the kind of... The relevance the, of the comedy. The, the, the relevance. The cultural comedy. Right, and what you can say. Yeah. Like, so with the ring, and I said, yeah. oh, say I was going to marry Ashley or whatever, yeah. and you said Margaret Fox. And, yeah. you know... Well, I used both of them, you see, because I, right. I saw... So I said to... when you, So what happened was... Uh, Mike was eating his barn brack out the back and nom, 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 and he's like, Jesus, I'm yeah. after getting the ring and all fucking Brida and all the girls I mean, were going, oh, Mike got the ring, he got the ring, he got the ring. So yeah. as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, I'm going to fucking say something about Mike getting the ring at halftime. Yeah. And uh, then, so I was, I was telling Cornelius that, I was telling Mike about that and Mike was like, well, what you could do is now put that in with Ashling as well, uh, who's yeah. Paddy, Pad, Paddy's, uh, yeah. Paddy's girlfriend and blah, 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 blah. So here's the material that you have at halftime, just from gossip before I go on. Is that Paddy has sheep? Yeah, and that's a big deal in the community, right? And Michael got the ring from the barn brack. Mike got the ring from the barn brack. Now, so that's even, how you open the show. Yeah, the the fact that he had sheep wasn't the biggest thing. It's the fact that he hid that he had the sheep. He hid that. You know, sorry, that he the, hid that he had. He that had was some thing, sheep yes. shame. Yeah, <laughs> and you went out and sheep shamed him. I sheep shamed him, and the people couldn't have been happier because they, they were happier. like, "Yes, Paddy." I insinuated that Margaret Fox yeah. would be looking for a wife. Yeah, I mean... With uh, Mike getting the ring and the barn brack. They're all clapping about the barn brack. They love the barn brack. I swear to God, if if like if they could have... You came in tonight and got a secret ballot and, and said, write down any topic you'd like to hear jokes about, you would have got 90% response rate, barn brack. Yeah. That's what they want to yeah. hear. That's what they know. Absolutely. That's, that is honestly... That's what they they love. Like, like you know, like, brack... Is do you know like what you might say is the meaning of your life? I don't know, like <laughs> do you know, like I want to be you want to be a comedian, you want to be successful, you want to be loved, you want your children to have a good life. Yeah. They just want an old slice of barn brack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Interesting they, when Cornelius was talking to one of them had a she was an administration and he was like, So what would you do if you got your if you got your dream job? And she was like, I wouldn't work at all. And so, so where would you go? Nowhere, I'd stay here, just yeah. go to work. <laughs> Yeah, I'd stay. That's there's a beauty in the simplicity yeah. of life in there, that. It there, was amazing. It, there is there is actually beauty in that. No, she'd stay. And do you know what? Do you know what she said? He said. She said. I'd stay here in Burncourt. And he goes, would you? And she goes, of course. Of course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does no? She's like so happy and, with her life. It was and like, there's a few elements to that, right? Now, there's a part to me that feels like, oh, this is kind of like. The Shawshank Redemption, like you know, <laughs> when Morgan Freeman yeah. gets released from prison, yeah. and he kind of wants to just stay because yeah. this is where because that's the, that's where he's that's where he well that's now. where he has status and that's, that's where what he, he knows. But it's like, but then when he gets to the beach in Mexico at the end and he has his arms out, you yeah. know, he's happy, he's gone, and and I wonder would she be happy to have got maybe to like a beach in Tremor, yeah, in Tremor, yeah, and had maybe, the yeah. same experience, but but it's, it's too far for her. It's on too far. on like a serious note of it. There is something. There is something quite beautiful about that, that. Oh, absolutely. That, that you know, like 
that she's not wanting away you know what I mean yes like yeah. that there's she, contentment in that because we were talking the other day about our as being young men the restlessness to fucking want this want that yeah always anxious to kind of be better yeah. to you know being ambitious and all that and blah blah yeah. and then there's people out there who are happy with what they have and that is a beautiful thing well like my mother I know for a fact if you said to my mother like where would you go like she'd stay like that's right. where her family is that's where her life that's where her home is like yeah. she has no like want what would she do in Rome yeah. do you know what I mean She'd have a couple slices of pizza, and then she'd be like, "Well, you know, who like bacon apple tart for? Yeah. No, they don't want them. They're on diets. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't <laughs> yeah, want yeah, apple yeah. tart. They're not going to eat it there. Yeah. And she's her skills are going to be useless. What about jambon? No, still no. no. They're off in their vest. No grazie. No grazie. Um, yeah, you she know, wouldn't want that life. Well, she's just not like, and that's I just find it interesting as well because, you know. Growing up where I grew up, there, there was such a thing with me about like getting out of of getting here. out of the small yeah getting out, getting of, out small of the small town. Place, why yeah. would why would you want to live in it? And, and and that was probably interesting about tonight. There were the young people was like few and far between, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a couple of girls around my age, I'd say, and that was, and and they didn't live there. They were down for the weekend. Yeah, kind of a thing. Um, but. So like Essentially I presume the, oh, they, they, they were saying That they were expecting More young people to come But they hadn't come Or whatever so um, Yeah there was a group of lads A group of Margaret Foxes Her son and a load Margaret of the friends Margaret Fox Jesus who, she was saucy that one She was a very um, saucy woman Margaret Fox How old uh, she, At least in her 50s anyway Oh uh, yeah I, I, I mean personally I thought she was about 38 Ah but, give uh, over She's not listening uh, <laughs> Maggie Fox She was a cheeky you monkey won't, You won't hear Mike Rice Do you wrong You don't <laughs> but butter that, Mike Rice Baron Brack And think you're not going to Be repaid in full 38 I would have given her This is what This is what happened then when I went out in the second half anyway to get that got the laughs. Yeah. I went out and told them that Big Mike in the back got a ring in his barn brack. They all yeah. went, Woo! and I say, Jesus, I'd say Margaret Fox might be getting lucky tonight. Yeah. Wow! They all go fucking yeah. mad because Margaret Fox might be hooking up with the comedian uh, uh, Big Mike. And, and, then I switch, and perhaps even marrying the comedian. And even Big marrying Mike. the comedian, absolutely. Yeah. And then I switch it into like actually I'd say fucking uh, uh, I've heard Ashling is the actually once in on um Yeah. Is that fucking police? Jesus, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, I hear actually Ashling wants to marry uh, marry him with the Af- big Mike with his barn brack ring because he's because his family's got more than a hundred cows. Yeah. Whoa! Yes. And then they, that's another big fucking cheer. Yeah. And then it's over to Paddy and go. Yeah. Gossip at half time is yeah. a little birdie tells me that Paddy was hiding the fact that he doesn't just have a hundred cows, he oh. has sheep as well. Well, oh. they went wild. Yeah. Paddy has yeah. sheep and he Paddy fucking hid it from everybody. He hid it from everyone. And then that's when you wait and yeah. you wait, wait and you fucking Bomb. kneel down. Bomb. You point at Bomb. Paddy in the fucking Bomb. face Bomb. and you say to Paddy, Bomb. What Bomb. are you doing with the Bomb. sheep, Paddy? Explosion! Margaret Explos- Fox, Margaret Fox, glasses off the oh, table. Jesus, they were throwing beer. Brita in the starts air. eating her own glasses. <laughs> there was bars all over the place. <laughs> there was being stuffed, stuffed down people's oh bras. God Almighty! The place went, went wild. Bananas. The what is he doing with the sheep? They all, they—that's what they've been. 
wondering. Unbelievable. They have. They've been thinking at uh, her with her pink cardi and yeah. him with his fucking sheep. Huh? Him. Even Ashling with her pink cardi was looking at him, going, "What are you doing? What are with you the doing sheep, to sheep, Patty? Actually, I never thought of it till now, Patty. But now that he brings it up, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing with the sheep? And sure, look, Patty didn't know where to look. Patty, poor old Patty. Um, I'm just glad none of the sheep were there. <laughs> none, to none see of the show. Man. Um, they yeah. would have been triggered. No, hashtag so me too. It did, yeah. Hashtag me too. Oh, all right, <laughs> cut the podcast. <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah, we've both made a few, a few dodgy <laughs> sheep jokes in a row. It's late. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> it's late. But uh, yeah, so it, it um, yeah, so Steve and then Steve had a great set, and um, but you know what? And afterwards, what's great about place out there and anytime you go I did a gig in a place called Cura Clare in Clare before right. as well and just a local very local community yeah and it's the the gratitude afterwards oh, and stop. just the the real and like genuine they don't care who you are yeah. they're just thankful yeah. to you as an individual yeah. who came to do something for them and it's thank you yeah That's and it's it. thank you and you were and you were brilliant mm. do you know like you, yeah. you were brilliant and do you know what that's all um, I want to hear. Yeah. You know, like I do love. It. I'm such. Um, you know, I, I. I. I mean, obviously, that's a reason you do. One of the reasons you do comedy, but like, I'm just so desperate for people's affection, and because I want to give it back as well. Right. You know, I want them to say thank you, so then I can say no. Do you know what? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for yeah. being. Uh, we went down and took a bow after us. Like, like do you yes. remember I was saying it because they were doing because Cornelius closed the show, yeah. And then Breed, who organised the whole thing, got up to do another speech to say thank you to us in front of everybody yeah. else. So then I was like, we have to go out and do a bow because, like, because you know, it's rude yeah. that we're not there when they're thanking yeah. us kind of thing. And they clapped again, and yeah. they were, it was the most and, beautiful thing ever. It was so nice, and they did clap, and they were a whoop, and they were so. It was just, do you know what? It was the sincerity of it. Yeah. And the genuineness of it, and I love, like, just I love, um, con- like country people, like yes, because that's I what I, I, am, I, I, like. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, kind of, I was, I was going to say that I, I sometimes don't like saying country people as if it's because when I moved to Dublin, I was like, ah, you're from the country, and, and I, that's also say, a travellers so call people opposite. that aren't them. <laughs> oh, really? Is they it? call them country people. So I don't even know if it's not that, not that it's offensive because I just don't want it to be. But I suppose it's people from the countryside. But it's people from the countryside, and, and it's, it's just, um, yeah. Well, like Good I am a country person. Yeah. I don't think it's a. I don't yeah. think. No, I but don't I, I do understand, like yeah. the but, fear but I mean, that country people in the most biggest term of endearments. Do you know what I mean? That there's just such right. salt of the earth. Yeah. Good people, kind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Giving to their community, like you can feel the community there. Well, um, you, and the dedication yeah. that people have to their well, community. Well, it's that as well. And I don't know if you, if um, you recall, then at the end, and she t- tanked us, and then a lovely moment by me, I might add. And then I said, you know what, lads. Give it up for Brida. Give it up. We all I give it for Brida. I, I threw it back her way, and yeah. it was a little game of compliment tennis. Margaret Fox offered me her knickers. Huh? Margaret Fox offered me her knickers. She did. She slapped me in the air. She did, and there was, <laughs> and although it was in jest, there was a moment I saw on Margaret's face where she kind of was. Well, do you know what? Maybe maybe he there should have my is a bit of fun to be had with this. Did you see her? What did she walked in with the money? Yeah, she walked in the, and she walked in the mat. And Margaret, God, um, yeah. Jesus, you're a beautiful woman. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and busty, and Jesus, yeah. she had all the fucking well, the, had, all the wages in there. Well, she had the money. She had, she the, had the money in the bust. She had the money. She had the money in her bra. And like, do you know, the thing is, Margaret Fox could have. She don't. They don't call taken, her Fox for no reason, man. No, 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 not at all. It's very apt, and um, she 
could have taken the money out of her bra before. Yeah. Before but she, she came waited. in. She but waited. she waited and she came the in and you know what she said? I want to let these lads know the tension. I am I am uh, a sexual being. I am alive <laughs> and I am up for a bit of crack. So she said, oh, you know what? I'm gonna wasn't. take the money out of my she came tits in, in front of the lads in front of the lads in front of the, the, the show, before in front of the barn rack before we're going home yeah. now lads look what I have here yeah. and whips out a wad of 50s from her yeah, bra from her bra <laughs> and it was just to say we may be in burn court <laughs> yeah. but my name is Margaret Fox and she and can I'm go down I'm still on the market on the market and I'm still alive and up for fun Jesus and by god I, I, I hugged her I kissed Margaret Fox yeah. on the head and I love like old women from the country like no beautiful, one beautiful beautiful no they're beautiful and no one like I don't count young women from the country because they kind of would a lot of times will see they'd see through me and they might be kind of nervous to me and they'd be thinking I have all ideas about all myself but big Mike oh, oh, they yeah, know yeah yeah and to be fair like notions, you know, he has notions that fella yeah and, and do you know what they're right like their instincts are right I am no <laughs> good I'm no good but the, the older women can see that I'm no good but you know what They're, they love me anyway it's more an unconditional yeah. thing and I there's this, the, the mammying slash sexuality that's uh, like about these well, agricultural women that is you don't, yeah. you, you don't get that in fucking Dublin let me tell you no it's it's kind of a strange thing it's a kind of a jam bun sexuality like, <laughs> where, like they Cream bun baby. Yeah, cream bun. Like they, they just want to like, they just want to stuff sweet things in my mouth. Like, <laughs> and I mean that like in the, you know, like it is like that's Absolute, not a euphemism. Not it is pastry, but on some level we're both on getting, some level there's we're a, both there's getting, a taste going there's on. There's a tingle. Like there's, yeah. we're both feeling a little bit yeah. of a, a a physical sensation oh, with sure. it and. Um, I it just love beautiful. it Like I'm filled I'm like On just this way back now Like so going back I am kind of like On a bit of a um, Bit of a high Because we had it Because we had it buzz from it like. We had it last night as well When we were down in uh, Shannon Vale as well And yeah. that was a lovely Another fantastic Brilliant experience Which was uh, Different Because tonight in a lot of ways they were very. They were a bit nervous for us tonight. For when we came well, in, weren't they? They were like, "No, this is not going to be." I know you had a great gig last night. It's not yeah. going to be as good. It's not going to be as good. Well, they Margaret, kept saying that. It was Margaret Fox herself who yeah. came back as as the kind of bearer of uh, of like this isn't West Cork now. That message. was hilarious that she was like, "This is not West, West like, Cork." Not West as in Cork. West Cork is rock these and roll. Are, like these are rural people. Yeah, like, that's what she said. As yeah. if West Cork was Soho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In London, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Listen, lads, your 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 pornographic filth. Of course, go down in West Cork, yeah. that godless, yeah. uh, you know, urban metropolis. Yeah. Um, no, but she came in and she was kind of like, listen, and which I Shannon Vale was actually smaller than fucking Baron Court. It, it was, yeah. yeah, but on the on the edges of uh, Sinfield, Clonakilty. Um, Those of you who are listening outside the country, we're talking about places that like Clonakilty, what? Maybe has a population of ten thousand people. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they make, these are. They make and some th- pudding, don't they? They Something make they make black famous black pudding, which is yeah. fucking gorgeous. Make it made a made a pig's blood, which is something they also incorporate into their sex lives in Clonakilty. <laughs> <laughs> they're Satanists. Jesus, like they're just, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they were actually they were lovely. The Shannon they were Vale fantastic. See, the thing about Shannon Vale thing was, um, why tonight feels uh, even more special is because it feels. Victorious, and it feels like we achieved yeah. something with with 
out in Burncourt that was more uh, more difficult to do. Yeah. Um, with an older crowd, more rural crowd. Rural crowd. And just like these, a lot yeah. of these, there's a lot of this audience. Let's be honest. I've probably never been to a stand-up comedy show. Yeah. Um, they've never been to a comedy club. Yeah. So when we're talking in terms of that, it, that it was a challenge. If you're going to a comedy club first in a times city, in the hall. Yeah. Well, really. Yeah. Fucking hell. I know. So I like, made that up. Right. <laughs> I'm imagining. Yeah, but like, so you know, you, you're walking into this hall that has definitely had all those things going on that you said, funerals and weddings and all that kind of stuff would have yeah. happened in there. Um, and uh, there's no music playing. There's no, no um, you know, so there's no energy of stand-up comedy. It's pu- it's lit, pure fucking bright. Yeah. You know, um, it's not like in a comedy club in Dublin, you're going to have the music playing, you're going to have the lights down low, people are going to be right. drinking, there's going to be a vibe yeah. set, you know what I mean? There's going to yeah. be sharp, slick comedians, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. But here you're up against it from the point of view of like, there's no vibe, there's no... Um, no. Metropolis of, you know, people from all different backgrounds and if there was a vibe people would be like what's that doing here yeah exactly if there was a vibe they'd be like yeah who's this arrogant fuck yeah Yeah. Um, and you're going on to a cold room and they know that we're standing behind this door and the breeder did announcements at the start the best announcement ever I forgot to say that actually on stage brilliant she's the best announcement ever she goes we've never done this before we're going to have some comedians on I hope this is good to the whole audience she just goes with no microphone or nothing now what you what you yeah I guess what you should know is that like before like comedy is like uh particularly at Stargis is a hype game it's yeah. like you play kind of music like doo, yeah. doo, like dance music let people already think Jesus we're having a good time yeah. already yeah. and then you come on and you just go guys are you ready for a show yeah. this is gonna you get the room up in arms like yeah. you know you just really get people hyped and, and positive energy and paying attention and Brida went up there and like like she was kind of like announcing it was an old school MC yeah that like head lice had broken out (laughs) amongst in the community like she came up like very already you could see she was concerned yeah and she was coming up in front of the crowd to kind of be like listen um, I know I've got you here and I'm responsible it's our first night and she's basically saying look I don't blame I don't know if this is going to be any good Um, but sure like we'll see welcome on Cornelius um, and Cornelius because that's kind of the MC's job right Cornelius was at the side going what the fuck she's saying (laughs) right absolutely like um, so then I mean we like it was so like funny because like immediately what you're doing is you're kind of like putting just putting a nice healthy bit of doubt in the audience's <laughs> mind before we come on like yeah. just just let them let them know this this um there's a good chance that this is really really <laughs> yeah. going to be shit yeah yeah um thank, and uh but you know thank god they fucking but i hope this is good anyway here we go cornelius got up there and like yeah. what a start to the show no hype nothing but they were they were delighted in the end and um yeah it's been a it's been a from a personal point of view i think to go and play these rooms where there's nothing fancy about anything. I, yeah. I personally found it very humbling to kind of go, Jesus, these people are appreciative yeah. of us coming here, when, doing something. Right. It's a night out. So uh, so when 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 you say humbling now, mm. what exactly do you I, mean by that? I, what I mean by it is that it's... Um, it feels... It makes me... Not sound too wanky, but it makes no, me feel sorry. that... Um, it makes you feel a bit special in a more of a real way. Right. 
So, for example, tomorrow night I'm doing Vicar Street tomorrow night, opening for Des Bishop. Right. And you'll get go. all the fucking. You'll get, like, this is and hopefully, come up. please God, it goes well. And they clap, and yeah. you walk off, and you feel, yeah, that's it. You know, they right. expected that. Yeah. I expected that. Blah blah blah. But on this level, it's kind of like they're yeah. they're like there's there's they're so appreciative of yeah. you being there that it gives you as an individual yeah. more of a sense of meaning more of a right. sense of like I remember the first time I well not the first, one of the times I remember um, feeling very much like this was when uh, I started chefing in London and uh, yeah. I, I one of my on the first week I had to do staff food and I was very nervous about it because you obviously you're cooking dinner for all the all the chefs and all the staff and it's a fucking Michelin star restaurant and right. uh, you know <laughs> not that you'd be getting Michelin star staff food all the time you always have to cook something practical would you shut up you fucking um, you dirty 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 um, oh. but um, but I remember like I, was, I, I didn't show it but inside I was feeling very nervous about it Yeah. and all I did was cook burgers and chips from scratch peel the spuds twice cooked the chips um, we put it. We made yeah. this little sauce of a layer to put on uh, the burgers as well. And there was a moment then when everyone was sitting down, and I don't think even people knew that. You, you stupid! Like you say, this heckling yeah, the pod. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great to come yeah, on. Have, this answers. podcast is shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was a moment anyway in that when everybody was sitting down and eating, and there was complete. There's 20 people sitting down to eat a meal. Right. So it's a very family setting. Yeah. And then there was complete silence for a couple of minutes because people were eating yes and that sound of people enjoying the food and the work that you had put into it and you'd given it that I just felt it very humbling it gave, it gave me a huge sense of meaning I was like oh I've done something for people here that was that right. was the real sense of it yeah. and th- that was the real sense of the gigs in the last couple of nights was like because uh, as a comic we're ambitious we want to get places with our careers you know you want to make money you want to be successful you want to be respected blah 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 all these fucking things that you're constantly thinking about on the side you know constantly on a daily basis and it can eat you up a little bit but then yeah. when you go and do something that people go that they're genuinely grateful of it not because you're uh, going to be playing Vicar Street or you're going to be you know the way we hype each other up on, on stages in comedy clubs is the way you know this guy's brilliant he's played this comedy club blah, blah. they don't give a shit about any of it they don't no. give a shit about your Instagram followers they don't give a shit about all they care about is that you came there out, took your own time to give them something and they said thank you because Jesus that meant something because we had a laugh and there's no ego around yeah. that thank you whatsoever and and it's not it's not something that that's that, that that's very like common do you know like comedy's not, not on down there much and they appreciate yeah. that we've travelled yes. to come down there and do that and like just whatever yeah right they're all that like oh geez you're going back to Dublin tonight like it's a bigger deal for them and they appreciate it from uh, from uh, just a genuine point of view and it uh, for me anyway it just gives yeah. you a, a little bit of a sense of of meaning to it all and if right. you forget about all the other because you know what it's like in this fucking game you're running around like a headless chicken fucking trying to well, get to the next level get to the next level but something like this isn't about getting to the next yeah, level yeah it feels like I what I imagine I mean I don't do any charity work but if you went and built a well in Africa yeah I feel like that's what it would feel to go the same thing going down to Burncourt <laughs> to <laughs> Comedy charity, do a charity. Because I have a comedy charity, but like, but they it should feels have all like that you're, stuff. It feels like you're you're going you're you're going to to somewhere that's been deprived of something, which was like comedy, and like you've gone 
and you've given it to them yeah because, like you know and you're absolutely not out of goodness of your heart because they're getting paid yeah. but you still you get that feeling like they treat you like you've just come down yeah out of the goodness of your heart and these people there's, to people there's no reason why because see Cornelius has definitely put that I've always been just open about these things and kind of walked into them quite ignorantly and not know yeah. what's going to go on and stuff like that but, but Cornelius has a heart for like there's no reason why like he's working the Munster circuit a lot yeah. and there's no reason why all these villages and towns all over Munster which is a huge patch of land absolutely why we shouldn't be going down and doing comedy shows for all these people yeah because they um because they love it and they deserve they they want entertainment as well and and, uh, and because of i think netflix it's after getting bigger yeah and um and cornelius as well like is, uh, to be fair to him like um so we 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 did the um clonic hilti shannon vale yeah gig and then we stayed in con's house yeah what a and, what a weekend we had and, and it was just a lovely it was a lovely little getaway and con is so positive so Khan is a big believer in like you know the laws of attraction and, and, yeah. and positive thinking and he has uh, he's an amazing attitude like even toward like the gig tonight like do you know before it's like, going to be great it's going to be great I was like oh sure this could be nice do you know like oh yeah because I've, I've the natural cynic in me is like well fuck it we're up against it now lads aren't we yeah. this is going to be shy yeah. and he's just it's going to be great it's going to be yeah. great and he put the work in opening the show and getting them on side right. having a laugh and yeah. yet still doing his his thing which is a unique brand of comedy doing his thing it was brilliant well like. see that's it and Con, like Con is an alt comic yeah Con, Con is a, a, an alt comedian yeah. who does weirder stuff yeah but he has he, he's kind of found a way like I saw with like Shannonville and then there tonight like to really make it he makes it work digestible yes for like people of any yeah. walk of life which I thought was um, which yeah, I, thought, I thought was brilliant yeah because if you're an alt comic and you're delivering material to people who don't even know comedy anyway yeah sometimes that can be extremely challenging of course it can um, yeah and uh, but he's brilliant at, at, at tailoring it to them but like two things happened this weekend that were like I've never done and it made it was I used you said like a wellness weekend totally was and it made things it made again me feel part of something in a way that you don't always feel when you're a comic yeah because you're always on your own but yes. a we did Wim Hof we did Wim Hof before the show in Shannon Vale we yep. did like this massive breeding thing and uh, oh Jesus I'm getting fucking we're coming up we're coming up, we're to, coming the up to the toll so I'm going to let you take off I'll take over the Wim Hof talk yes, yeah, I'll take the, the Hof and, uh, the Wim Hof from here so um, yeah so this Wim Hof made which basically is to, to like um, uh, fill your body with, with oxygen so fill all your bloody blood cells with this energy that you get from reading but to do that you do 30 in a row you do these um deep breaths where you go just breathe in fully breathe in and then like you you do one breath and then you breathe out 30 percent of that breath so and you do that and breathe in the full breath as much as you can breathe in and breathe out 30 percent you do that 30 times in a row and on the 30th time you take a huge breathe in as much as you can breathe in and then you hold it for as long as you can so you're just oxygenating um, your whole body and then and then Jesus Christ sorry can I cut you on because yeah. we're talking about something very positive but look at the yes. fucking state of where we're at we're at the toll it's yeah. the middle of the night and there's one fucking lane open for it and these fucking clowns what are they doing yeah are in front of us and they're looking for money in that Poor fucking professionalism now it's, it's uh, burn court the joy of burn court is starting fucking to feel like a distant fucking, memory yeah, the do oh well done you because of this idiot this yeah. what an asshole who does that Someone in a white 
Nissan. 191C9736. You're a yeah, prick. You're a prick. You've always been a prick. And you can drive away all you want. Yeah, we're going to overtake him now. But you know, wherever you end up, do you know what you're going to be? You're still going to be Wave our microphones at him. (laughs) And you would never be welcome to practice the Wim Hof method with us. Never! catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.